bench minor. Too many men on the ice. All right, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Too Many Men, the podcast. This is our third episode. And uh, this week, starting off, we're going to talk about the college uh, football ratings. Rankings. Rankings. Okay. Rankings. Go ahead. All right. Well, they came out with the four teams that have made it into the college football playoff. Some, uh, mm-hmm. some disappointing stuff to see. In the semifinals, we got Alabama versus Oklahoma. And Clemson versus Notre Dame. Um, Ohio State, sixth. Georgia, fifth. And there are a lot of people that believe that UCF. Georgia, with two losses, deserve to be in the Final Four because they are the be- the fourth best team in the nation. They only lost to Alabama by seven. Mm. But in a world where you have two teams very close to them with only one loss, I don't think you can put a two-loss team in the tournament. Mm-hmm. No matter how good they are. I don't know how you have a 12-0 and team in 8th. Well, in a perfect world, it would be 13-0, and 13-0, and 12-0, and 12-0 in the Final Four. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think we can all see which way this is going. This is eventually leading to an expansion. It's eventually got to be an 8-team playoff. It's got to be. I think it should be more. Look at how many college teams there are. Why well, is the once you get only four? Then you get some of these three-loss teams. I understand that, but in the NFL, you have teams that lose eight and still make it into the playoffs. Well, that's... There's only 32 teams in the NFL. Yeah, and that's a method that goes strictly by record. This doesn't. No, I, that, I think that's stupid. Well, that's how college sports is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's why college sports are stupid. So, John, you have a Police prediction here? Do you think uh, Oklahoma stands a chance against Alabama? Let's be honest, no. <laughs> no it's Alabama. They ha- they don't have the defense to do it. It's that Big 12 defense. Mm-hmm. There yes. is none. <laughs> I mean, uh, do we know if Tua is supposed to be healthy by then? Or is he, I don't uh, think done? it even matters, I think. Yeah, honestly. Jalen Hurts is... True. Yeah, let's just... Uh, our, what, your Heisman player quarterback got hurt? Just put in your other guy. Who do you think is going to win the Heisman? Three finalists are Tua, Kyler Murray... And Dwayne Haskins from Oklahoma, from uh, Ohio State. What do you think, Trish? I, I'd have to say Tua going off that. Uh, I don't know. I I guess I'll go with your your uh, your statement, John. And I, I think we find out Saturdays in the last two games have no implication. The the semifinal and the final have no implication on Heisman voting. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Kyler Murray win. I think Dwayne Haskins is the best quarterback out of the three. But I think it's going to be Tua. It doesn't matter that he only played like half that last game. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the Heisman Trophy winner. They said since basically week four of the college football season, it was his trophy to lose anyway. So he should be the one who ends up with the trophy at the end of the day. So I asked you before if you had a prediction. Well, first I'll ask you again. Do you think Oklahoma could beat Alabama? No, no, like you were saying before, Oklahoma's defense is just not enough to contain Alabama. You look at Alabama's roster, you can see dozens of players who could potentially make an NFL roster one day, and their talent level just far uh, exceeds Oklahoma's. Yeah. Uh, Who do you think is going to – what about Clemson-Notre Dame? That one's a little bit more tough to call. Uh, I don't think it is. Oh, what would you say? I'd say Clemson. Clemson? Um, yeah. I'd love to see Notre Dame. I think 
Clemson just got the way better team. Mm. That's true. It's just going to be the same final, Clemson Alabama. I'd love to see Oklahoma Clemson. <clears throat> it's not going to happen. We, we'd all love to see that, but isn't this it's just the fact Bama's going to make it there? Yeah, of course. Bama's so you, you say Bama's going to win the, the championship? Mm-hmm. I go every year. Trish is nodding his head in agreement with John over there. I agree. It's well, I I like Clemson. I think when you look at Roll Tide, it's not even a competition. It's just the uh, I want I want the third matchup in the Clemson Alabama series here, in the college football playoff era, and I want to see Clemson take a two one series lead there. I don't think it's gonna happen. It happened before. I know it's happened before, but I don't think it's gonna happen again. This Alabama team is probably the best we've seen in a while. Until the last Alabama team was the best one we saw in a while. <laughs> they just keep getting better. Well, that's what happens when you perennially get five NFL first-round picks each year. Yeah, exactly. Have they it. have they have such talent on their team. Like, you can't compete with it. Well, that's <laughs> that concludes our college football playoff portion of the episode. Who even cares about college football? Well, Under the real sports. Most of the nation. Most of the nation. Sports. Onto reels. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding for everybody in the South. <laughs> yep. Trish, where's Notre Dame? Notre Dame? Yep. It's not in the South. I thought I thought it was in uh, Louisiana. But it's not. It's not. It's in that one state that has an I in it. A lot of states have an I in it, Trish. Uh, I understand that, but it does. It starts with an I? Yes, it does. <laughs> It's not Idaho. No, it is not Idaho. Illinois. Nope. Damn it. You want to tell him what state it is? Nope. Because it's Indiana. Only one, that's it. It's the only yeah. state left to start with an I. He had to guess. That's not true. What other state starts with what, an I? What other state? You said Idaho and Illinois. Um. I. That's. Yeah. Illinois. Yeah. Okay. You just <laughs> sit on that. Let me know. I'm gonna yeah, transition go. now to <laughs> NBA. the National Basketball Association. John's favorite sport. Yes. Indeed. John, right. this is your, your so, John, what's been going on over the weekend? Over the weekend? Uh, I mean, yesterday you had uh, t- Toronto Raptors facing up against the Denver Nuggets, scorching hot Denver Nuggets, who won six in a row, who uh, ended the Raptors' eight-game winning streak. Oh, they did end it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you uh, saw any of those highlights from that game. I but saw the highlight a... that the shot that didn't count. Yeah, quite the hectic Who end shot of that, that? Was that Jokic? That was Jokic. Yeah, that was r- ridiculous for a big man to just throw it two hand overhead pass it into the into the. Hoop. Why did that not count? Because it was a foul on the floor. Mm-hmm. Man, but I mean, I swear, watching Jokic, you know, people like say the best centers in the NBA right now. You know, Carl Anthony Towns, Embiid. When you look at Jokic, he's literally a seven foot, Magic Johnson esque point guard in a center's body. Yeah, it's quite insane to see. He had a triple double yesterday. And I believe, like, I looked at some stats this morning. He's the best passing big man over the past, like, 20 years, without question. Like, stats alone. Well, we got a, we got a special news flash from the NBA. Uh, the Knicks still suck. I mean, the Knicks suck. We beat the Bucks. Did you see that? You say we, John. I am a Knicks fan. Mm, that sucks. Yeah, I know. What, what are you, a Nets fan? No, I, I don't Look have... at those Cavaliers, baby. I don't have a basketball affiliate. Yeah, they beat the Nets. Yeah, at, what's yeah, his, What was that guy's name who Kyle Korver got traded for? Alec Burks. Alec Burks. had. Did he have the game-winning dunk yeah, in the, the Nets game? Yeah, the game-winning dunk. That was nasty. He went behind the back on that, too. But oh, yeah. 
Yeah, the Knicks. I don't know what you're talking about, Tony. Rockets They're... got smacked. Well, they got five wins, six wins the Knicks? I think seven. Ooh, seven. seven Dave wins. Fizdale really turning that organization around, let me tell you. I mean, they're, abo- they're above. You Eight know, wins. They're above my prediction to make the Eastern Conference Finals. The Cleveland Eight Cavaliers, wins. So. Take that for data. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Frank. Uh, how do you say his name? Natilakina? N- n- yeah, whatever no. you said. And uh, he's been benched. I don't know if you saw that, but he's not getting minutes anymore for Emmanuel Moutier, who we traded for like a second rounder last year. So that's interesting. That gives you a lot of faith in our top eight pick from last year. Yeah. But, I mean, Kevin Knox, when you look at him, he had 26 points, like four rebounds, four assists. That's some potential. Hard Knox. Exactly. <laughs> Fort Knox would have been a better nickname. Fort Knox would be a good a good nickname. Hard Knox is that football show. Yeah, but it? he spells it like Fort Knox. Does he? Yes. N O X. Yes. Dope. See those Timberwolves jerseys last night? Uh, which the throwback one, the ones, the Kevin Garnett era ones. Oh, I love those. Those are beautiful. Those are classic jerseys. I'm glad can, they brought that. That concludes back. our Timberwolves coverage for the year. Yes. <laughs> Hey, you never know. They could end up in the playoffs this year. <laughs> They're going to end up in the playoffs, but it doesn't matter. I mean, because once DeMarcus Cousins comes back, the Warriors are going to be the Warriors again. Oh, they, they won last night, I believe. I mean, it's easy to think about that when you're talking about the Yeah, NBA. they beat the Hawks. They crushed the Hawks. The Wolves held the Rockets to fucking nine points in the fourth quarter yesterday. Nine right. points. The Houston Rockets. They suck. I think uh, in the West there, the Clippers are still rolling along, rolling along pretty nicely. It was 129-126 yesterday. I think Doc Rivers is your early candidate there for Coach of the Year. Yeah, who saw them? Like Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Like winning <laughs> as many games as they have with the roster that they have. They don't even have like a single, I wouldn't say a bona fide star. 16 and 7. 16 and 7. Isn't, is that good for like the one seed? In the West, I don't know. It's all so close nowadays. It's kind of hard to tell. Well, there's only one team really you can, you can look at in the West right now and say they're not going anywhere this season. They're not even gonna have a chance at a playoff spot. That's Phoenix. Yeah. Dead last in the West. I saw. They're, they, they're just a bad franchise, man. They were. Uh, I only. They only scored nine points in the first quarter of this game that's currently yeah, going that's, on against the Kings. Oh, the it's, Nuggets now have claimed the top spot in the West. Oh, the Nuggets and the that's Clippers at the, at the two seed. Yeah, it goes Nuggets, Clippers, Thunder, Warriors, Lakers, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, and the Mavericks rounded out. Then the Mavericks. We all know by the spring, the Warriors are gonna be in the first yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. Well, they might not be in first place. They're going to be in first I mean, place. Because I, th- I feel like a lot of them going to rest. They could go in as an eight seed and I believe still win the NBA Finals. I don't think it matters. I uh, don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, but it could. They'd have to play those guys anyway. Mm-hmm. That's true. Did you see how Cousins is now finally practicing 5 Yeah, he's five? starting to ramp up. So, well, the league's already been Let me just give you a little screwed. bit. Let me just give you a little bit of a uh, showing here on how bad the Phoenix Suns actually are. Every other team in the West has double-digit wins. The Suns have four. <laughs> the 14th seed in the West is closer to the one seed than the didn't, 15th didn't, seed. Didn't Devin, Devin Booker, that, that's his name, right? Yeah. John, that's how I'm math Devin works. Devin Booker said he wants the big three to come to him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did anyone hear what John just said? John just said the 14th seed is closer to the one seed than the 15th seed. John. That is how math works, John. The 14th seed is closer to the 1 seed than the 15th seed is closer to the 14th seed. That's what I meant to say. That's what John meant. That is what I John, meant to say. John the Suns have dropped their last five. What he said. The Suns have dropped their last five. This is where I announced my retirement. In their last 10, <laughs> in the last 10 the Suns are 2 and 8. Oof, you hate to see it. Yeah, DeAndre but, Ayton. What are you doing, man? 
Devin Booker, I want the big three to come to me. I want them all to come to Phoenix. Who the fuck's going to come to Phoenix? You saw his exactly. quote before the season set saying, I'm done with not making the playoffs. How's that going, Booker? The only way he's going to be <laughs> done with not making the playoffs is leaving Phoenix. Exactly. And even then, he's there's not... only two places he can go where it's a definite. I don't know about you, but I've never been hot on Devin Booker. I think he's overrated. I think if he was on a better team, his stats would go way down. I think it's just like one of those uh, bad teams, good stats kind of players, like uh, Kevin Love on those Wolves teams all those years ago. Yeah, it's it's a completely different story in the East. Whereas in the West, fourteen teams have double-digit wins. In the East, only nine do. And the Horn and the Wizards are making a blazing run at the Hornets at the eighth seed. Hornets and outside uh, Wizards and outside in fourteen. But in the East, we got the Raptors at twenty and five and first, then the Bucks, Sixers, Pistons, Pacers, Celtics, Magic. And the Hornets wrap out uh, round at the top eight. Magic just keep moving up. Oh yeah, they're no longer in eighth now. A five hundred <laughs> team in seventh place. Oh yeah, better watch out. Something's brewing down there in Orlando, giving them flashbacks of the mag- of the uh, Shaq days, Shaq and Penny. Seeing a point five hundred next to their name is scary, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm not used to. Yeah, it. not after the second game of the season. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and so then you got the though. Bulls, Hawks, and Cavaliers who all have five wins. In first place is the Raptors. With twenty wins and five losses, with an eight hundred, a point eight hundred. If you combine second place, if you combine, <laughs> if you combine the Cavaliers, Hawks, Bulls, and Suns wins, they wouldn't have as many wins as the first place Raptors. <laughs> nope, <laughs> they'd have nineteen. <laughs> yeah, looking at it, I always hate you know how it's based on percentage. I know it makes sense and everything based on record. Well, but it, when you see, of like, course, just... it makes sense because at the end of the day, there's everybody plays the same amount of sure. games. It's not like there could be a tie thrown in. I don't know, it's aesthetically it looks wrong seeing the Bucks at 15 Well, yeah, seven. because, yeah, and and they're ahead of the... Stop, can you just stop, Trish? And they're ahead of the Sixers, who are 17-8. and eight. It's just because their win percentage is two hundredths of a point better. Of a percentage better. All right. Well, let's, so. let's, uh, let's give a whip around here in the NBA scores from tonight. Let's look at some of the ones that won final. The Magic, red hot, win again, beat the Heat, 105-90. to 90. And uh, the Pacers beat the Bulls. <laughs> the Pacers continue the slide. Pacers just fired Fred Hoiberg. See that? And you mean the Bulls? The Bulls That's fired what I Fred meant. Hoiberg. The Pacers yeah. fired him. That, the, 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 Bulls <laughs> the Bulls fired him. The Bulls fired him. And if you ask me, they fought, they should just clean house in that front office at this point too. Fire the GMs. Remember when they thought D Wade was gonna be a good idea? They signed D Wade and Rondo. Yeah. The same for, yeah, and put him with Jimmy Butler, and they were like, yeah. Take that shit to the playoffs. And I know when you're listening to this, this won't be the scores, but currently it's 70-56 to 56 Mavericks in the third quarter, 63-47 to 47 Jazz over the Spurs at halftime, and 68-40 to 40 Kings over the Suns at halftime. Let's just chalk up another win for the Kings. The Suns aren't coming back from a 28-point deficit. Click on that Mavs game real quick. I want to see how Luka Doncic is doing. That rookie has been killing it all year. Yeah, I know. He's, he's been a solid player at the imagine, quarter point of the season. Imagine trading him for Trey Young. Right. Yeah. And then you look at Atlanta, who's in. I think it's they're second to last in the East, or is that? Are tied. They, they're all tied. They're all tied, but they all have. Uh, five Luka wins. Doncic right now, twenty-one minutes played. He's got six rebounds, one assist, and thirteen points. Him and Dennis Smith Jr. could be a very lethal combination there down the line. Yeah. How old is Dennis too? I think they're all around like twenty-something years old. Yeah, so they have plenty of room to grow. There. And then you got Dirk, who hasn't played yet tonight. Who probably won't. I think he's resting. I think he's... Has he come back yet? I haven't seen Is him. Is he hurt? 
I know he got like an ankle surgery to begin the season, so oh, that's why I hadn't seen him. Well, All that right. that concludes our NBA coverage because nothing's really changed that much since Thursday. Oh, and that's not entirely true. I mean, look at the Philadelphia 76ers and a little first their first round draft pick from the year beforehand, Markel Fultz. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Markel Fultz, the news came out today that he had a nerve disorder? Thoracic outlet syndrome. Thoracic outlet syndrome. And it, 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 it uh, hinders movement in his arms. Mm-hmm. You need Supposedly. arms to play basketball. Which is the explanation on why his shot is so messed up right now. At least that's what they're going with. But it can be fixed with physical therapy. Fixed, supposedly. Same, meaning that there's supposedly something wrong with him. Well... If he can gain full movement back in his arms and everything, or his shoulders, I'm not 100% sure what this is doing to his form. That's great. You got the movement back. Now you got to get your shot back. You got to relearn your shot. It's going to be a long process coming back here. We might not see anything from Marco Fultz till March because of it, mm-hmm. or after, maybe a little bit earlier, like right after the All Star break. But it's been a real disappointing tenure for Marco Fultz as a sixer so far. So far, and it's clouded in so much confusion. It's clouded in so much confusion about what's really going on with him, because you know, I mean, this the news about this diagnosis came today, but this uh, yeah, is well, what this has tenth, been going on for a while now. Mm-hmm, this is like the tenth physical therapist or something he met with, and I read that this is the only one who said that he couldn't play. Yeah. So I find that interesting. I feel like what could be going on, and this is just my theory, is his camp is just trying to delay the inevitable news of him getting out that he has a mental issue and so they just went to with the one doctor who would back up that story yeah i don't think it's mental though you think i don't you think he has the yips that's what i would have that's my best guess for it because i mean you see him like go for a pull-up jumper and his jump shot looks fine but then he's at the free throw when it looks like he's never shot a basketball in his life well that with, with nerve disorders like that it can come and go at any time can it though like yeah you can you can re-aggravate it after a perfect form and then your nerves don't work and you can't get your arms where you want them to. Yeah. I just hope the kid, you know, eventually starts to figure it out. I give him a lot of crap here on this podcast, but in the end, you know, I'm not going to root for the yeah, kid. Yeah, we want to see him get back and be able mm-hmm. to become an NBA player, but whether or not you're going to see that this season is really up in the air because he's out indefinitely. Yeah, best of luck to the kid. But I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you see him come off the bench maybe late March, early April, before playoff, but I, I, I wouldn't expect him to get much time in the playoffs. Who do you think comes back? Uh, what was that rookie who got who had the allergic reaction and like almost died? Zaire Smith. Who comes back first, Fultz or him? Probably Smith. Hopefully, I, I heard that kid. He lost twenty pounds from that Jeez. allergic reaction. So I don't know what kind of shape he's in. Hopefully, he's like you know healthy. Just like in general, if he can get out of bed. I heard yeah, he but the, but this could possibly be something that you know the shot never comes back, yeah. and that's the thing you don't know about it. Uh, I mean, have you ever? What other high-profile cases of the yips are there in any other major sports? I know it happens a lot in the MLB with pitchers. Anyone else like been able to successfully come well, back out of and a, break the out yips? of a prized rookie? Yeah, like, like a I mean, top five pick. Closest thing to this was uh, look no further than the Eagles with the uh, Aguilar. He couldn't catch for the longest yeah, time. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. Saw psychology sports. Maybe Jared Goff his first season. He was a little gun shy. That's true. That's true. But other than that, it's more it's usually more just chalked up as growing pains rather than as the yips. Yeah, more often than not, they still show flashes of like of the reason they were picked. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, long term, maybe we'll have to wait and see what happens with Markel Fultz. And hope that the kid gets his... Yeah, you uh, hope for him to get better and hope be able to return here and make a difference on a Sixers team that, you know, they believe is pressing for a championship, although we all think that the Warriors are going to be able to win it at the end. But who mm-hmm. knows? It could e- Toronto could easily sneak up here and win this championship. And we call them sneaking up even though they're first in the East. Everybody's trying to sneak up on the Warriors and beat them. Pretty That's much. what it is. It's more who goes to the finals to play the Warriors. Yeah, and you know how many teams would be so happy if somehow the Warriors got out in like the first or second round? Oh, man. Literally everyone. Then there'd be a real race for the championship for the first time in like four years. Mm-hmm. So, are we we done with basketball, John? I, I think that about covers it. I mean, Markel Fultz, that's about it. Trish, you got anything else to say about basketball? Basketball, no, but our next topic, yes. Well, we're going to... That's what Trish had his eyes so wide open with transitioning to the NHL. And, well, where do you want to start with this, Trish? The Lightning and Red Wings are currently in overtime. I have money on the Lightning to win. Oof. The Red Wings were winning that game, I think, 2-0, and the Lightning came back. Yep. The Jets was 5-5. You know, whip around the scores here. The Penguins beat the Avalanche 6-3. The Panthers shut out the Bruins 5-0. The Flames throw 9 on Columbus and beat them 9-6. The Jets beat the Islanders 3-1. The Maple Leafs and Sabres are currently tied at 3 in overtime. The Red Wings and Lightning are currently tied at 5 in overtime. The Canadians beat the Senators today 5-2. And the Wild and Canucks just started their 0-0. And the Golden Knights and the Capitals in a rematch of last year's Stanley Cup Final have an early lead jumped out here by Vegas. 1-0. 1-0. And then the Kings and Coyotes play later tonight at 10-30. I'm more interested in last night's scores. Well, take a look at last night because there's there's three games on the slate last night. Predators beat the Sabers, Stars beat the Oilers. I picked the Stars to win, uh, the Oilers to win. I did not know Connor McDavid did not play last night. But and then you got the Lightning smacking the Devils five one. That was hurtful. That was it. It looked like an NHL team playing a minor league team. It really did. It was really bad. The Devils really need to figure out what they're doing. I think. The only move at this point is to fire the head coach and put someone who's actually going to be coming. We're start. We're starting to get to that point in the season where you might see teams start making moves with coaches. We saw the Flyers already make one with a general manager. It might be time for the Devils to make a move at coach because this is a season where the Devils had a lot of hope going yeah. in, mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of talent coming coming off a surprising playoff appearance. There's a lot of hope and optimism that this team could get back, but the lack of offseason moves left some doubt. Players like Yakolev have stepped up, though. Igor Yakolev, who scored his first career NHL goal last night. The one bright spot in an otherwise terrible game from the Devils. But this is a change that many didn't see coming, especially since it's a young coach, and that the, they thought players like Heischer and Bratt would take their next step. And while with Heischer, it's might have been a little bit of a slow next step, Bratt has excelled. It hasn't been enough. I think we have the talent. It's the coaching. And are also our goaltending. You heard from John Hines yesterday. Well, the coach's name is John Hines. We haven't said that yet. Oh, sorry, yes. We heard from him yesterday, and it sounds like he lost the locker room. He benched last year's MVP with seven minutes. He played one shift in the third period, and that was at seven minutes and 20 seconds left in the third. Taylor Hall did not see the ice again that night. Didn't he also bench him in the second? He did bench him in the second, and he played one shift in the third. What's his reasoning for doing something like that? Poor play. I mean, it's... you said he was the last year's MVP? Yes, he was. 
Uh, I mean, I feel like if you have the Lightning and Red Wings are going just, to a shootout. You can't just lose fate. Like you have to keep playing them. Your star. Exactly. Him, like, you would think slump. if he is working through something, he's got to get out of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, the only way to do that is to play him. It's John Hines doesn't understand how to coach this team apparently anymore because it, I don't know whether it's he's practicing them too hard or he's not practicing them hard enough or he's not gaining the respect he needs from this team, but whatever's going on. Last night was just horrible. Canucks have taken a one nothing lead over the Minnesota Wild. No one, no, we couldn't complete a pass. We couldn't move the puck at all. Anytime we get into the neutral zone, we'd lose it. There were probably four or five breakaways that were caused by our team and just turning over the puck in stupid ways. The Maple Leafs have beaten the Buffalo Sabres with 10 seconds left in overtime. Oh, my. Three seconds left in overtime. It's... It's really sad to see the Devils fall to where they are because this team has such talent. We have so many goal scorers. Our first line should be absolutely deadly. We have Taylor Hall, Kyle Palmieri, and Nico Heischer. Taylor Hall, MVP of the league last year. Kyle Palmieri scored two goals in his first three games, four games out. Wait, what, this season? Yeah. He scored a goal his first five games. Yeah. Scored he scored two goals, didn't he? For the first three games? Yeah. Yeah. Scored two goals for the first three games and then also scored a goal in the first five. And now he, he seems like he can't hit the net. Well this team is losing confidence well, because they of, have moved Palmieri off the top line, but the only reason why Palmieri was on the top line last night is because Brat was sick. Brat has been the top line player as of late. Same thing as we saw at the beginning of last season, which he deserves to be. He's got a tremendous shot and he knows when to use it. But, and the Devils go on a West Coast road trip. We're hoping some bonding can come, team can grow. They got, it's the California trip. So you got L.A., Anaheim, and San Jose. Some teams near the bottom of the division out there, not pushovers, but still beatable teams, especially for this team. You go play an L.A. team that's wounded. They just got Jonathan Quick back, but they're missing their leading point score in Ilya Kovalchuk because he's out four weeks with an ankle injury. And you play a Ducks team that's been underperforming the whole season and a Sharks team where Eric Carlson is not bringing what they thought. And now there's talk in San Jose that Eric Carlson might not want to resign there come the offseason, which would be a huge blow to San Jose considering all that they gave up for him. But the real news with the National Hockey League today was, I don't know if you two saw this, the NHL unanimously approved a 32nd NHL team. Seattle, Seattle. baby. Seattle. Seattle. The NHL will be expanding into Seattle for the 2021-2022 season. That'll be interesting to see. And there are some... Have they picked a name yet? No. No, no, no. They won't pick a, a name. For some time, right? Yeah, probably until at least next year. They were thinking. They had a couple names. They do. They thought. have some names. Was the... Some names trademarked already. You got the Emeralds, the Sockeye, which I am in favor for. You got the Kraken, the Metropolitans, the Eagles. Teams, we can see them wearing green. Mm-hmm. The Totems were one of them. But this is huge, not just for the National Hockey League expanding to yet another market, but it's also huge for the NBA. Yeah, exactly. Because it's getting upgrades to the key arena, which is ultimately what forced Supersonics out. Mm-hmm. And the hope of the team leading, uh, the hope of the team that leads the funding for the Seattle hockey team, hopes someday to bring a team. An NBA team to Seattle again. Mm-hmm. 
In the league, the NBA uh, Commissioner Adam Silver has talked about wanting to expand, and Seattle has to be one of the first places they're looking to in the future. But you look at expansion. Well, the NBA can do it because mm-hmm. they're at 30 teams. Move to 32, you're not really messing with anything there. Mm-hmm. But the NHL has talked about expanding more too, that another expansion could come by the year 2028. And you'd have to add four teams just to make sure the divisions are equal. You can't equal out divisions with 34 teams. Yeah, for, for parity's sake. Exactly. And if you're a 36-team league, the worry has to be there that does that dilute the talent in the league at all? Because there's less superstars to go around then. But you're also getting a lot more players in the league that could be unknowns. Like, you get that seventh-round pick that turns into the superstar. Mm-hmm. And... There are still cities... The Lightning have beaten the Red Wings in a shootout. There are still cities that felt like they were really looked over with this expansion process. Quebec City's been dying for a team since the NHL took theirs away in 1996. Hartford wanted to apply. The NHL is looking hard at Houston. That's the largest market in the United States that they did not have a team in. I didn't know that they didn't have a hockey team. Dallas has a team. Houston doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Would that also... Oh, no. Never mind. What? I was going to ask if that would be the first state with uh, multiple teams, but it's a really dumb question. And then New York has three. Yeah, New York's got three. Uh, you got so California. So if you're looking for four markets for an NHL expansion, because you need four. It's got to be 36 teams. Mm-hmm. You need four. Quebec, they already got the arena. Money's a little bit of an issue, but they got a dedicated enough fan base they can sell enough season tickets. Hartford, they got the arena. Just need some renovations like they have in Seattle. They got the fan base, seen it before, saw it in the 90s, saw it in the 80s. That shouldn't be a problem. Where else would you put teams? Houston, large enough market, you can get a fan base together. Now, there's a fourth market. This is where it gets iffy. Maybe Salt Lake City can share the arena with the Jazz. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you can get the same amount of people that go to Jazz games at at hockey games. Hockey's kind of big there. They had the Olympics there, and it Filled up pretty quick, mm-hmm. the hockey games. Another way the NHL can look at it is relocation. Ottawa Senators are in trouble. Their owners not selling out games. They're putting tarps over upper-level seats to make it look like they're selling out games when they're not. They're losing money there. Maybe a team like that can relocate to Quebec. Teams like Florida constantly empty seats in the crowd. Like, it's laughable. I know, I know. There was, an, there was a game last week. The attendance at the game was 7,000 people. Jeez. It was really sad. So let me ask you this. If you were in NHL, uh, a prospective owner, one of these expansion teams, what market would you want to prioritize? Where would you want to move your team to, expand to? Well, if I first? was an owner, the first thing I'd have a problem with is the expansion fee. For Vegas, it was $500 million. For Seattle, it's $650 million. Oof. But if I'm going to prioritize a market as... An owner, I'm looking at three. Hartford. Hart, that's not one of the ones I'm looking at, unfortunately. Too small. Quebec City, mm-hmm. small market, but again, Canadian city. Houston, huge market. Hugest market in the United States without an NHL team. It's the only big four team they're missing. That might be an easy path. And then, I don't know if the league would want to try again. Maybe a third time in Atlanta after... They took the Flames away, and they took the, the Thrashers away. Maybe trying a third time there. 
I well, don't think that's a smart move. What went I wrong? I think in, there's enough hockey fans in Atlanta. So what? What? I, I'm not too familiar with that. What wrong? What went wrong with the earlier Atlanta teams? Uh, the Flames. No, nah, the Flames team got sold, and the owners just moved into Calgary. Oh, uh, okay. And then the Thrashers were losing money, sold, moved to Winnipeg. Oh, dang. The original Thrashers dispute, the original Flames dispute, was over. They couldn't get an arena built, which is the same dispute now the Calgary Flames uh, face because their city won't build them an arena. They're going to move back to Atlanta. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That would be something, That'd let me tell wild. you. If they move another team out of Canada, people are going to have an uprising. So that's where we stand now with the National Hockey League. Now it's going to be a 32-team league. The Arizona Coyotes are moving to the Pacific Division. or the No, the Arizona Coyotes are moving to the Central Division. And the Seattle franchise will be in the Pacific Division. So we have eight teams in each division, oh, gotcha. which is a so good split. nothing is changing for the... For no, the, the East, Metro. nothing's changing. The whole Eastern Conference. Okay. So that's where it's going to sit. And then... We'll see about some kind of expansion, maybe in 2028 and beyond. I know a lot of leagues are looking at expanding. The NFL talks about Europe. Recently, the NBA has been talking about Europe. I think the next league you're really going to see expand, if the NBA doesn't want to move to Seattle immediately, which is understandable after what happened last time. And if you move to Seattle, you got to move to one more. So maybe you put a team in Seattle in the NBA and maybe like... I was trying to think about this today. I couldn't think of really of another city that didn't have one. Maybe St. Louis. In the NBA? Yeah, maybe St. Louis, yeah. San Diego. The the uh, the cities I've heard floating around besides like Seattle, Vegas, they're definitely thinking about it. Vegas, Vegas. Vegas has the arena now. Mm-hmm. And Vegas might copy the NHL model, think a sports team can work there. But there's a lot of problems in Vegas. Definitely, yeah. They're putting an NFL team there. I think you want to see how that goes first. You're putting the Raiders there. Oh, so that's actually confirmed? The, the Raiders, Raiders are going to the Vegas? Raiders are yeah, the Raiders have been going there for a few years now. They're... They leave after the next two seasons. Oh, they do? Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're under contract still? That's what's Yeah, going they're on. building a whole new stadium, state-of-the-art and everything. Oh, man. And then I think the next league that's going to really look at expanding is the is Major League Baseball. 30 teams. Looking to move to 32. Maybe put another team in franchise, another franchise in Montreal. Maybe putting a franchise finally in the Carolinas. Don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's time for Major League Baseball to expand. Maybe... A league that is still very popular in this country, maybe kind of being overshadowed a little bit by the National Football League. Maybe it's time to expand more to some other markets, and I think Carolina would be perfect for it. Yeah, it's that when you look at Carolina, that's a pretty noticeable uh, market that they're missing out on in the MLB. And it's a state that's big with baseball, mm-hmm. North Carolina, South Carolina. It's, they should be there. Definitely, without a doubt. Well... Week 13 of the National Football League. Wild week. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) What? We all made picks for week 13 at the beginning of last week. I did the best. No, you didn't. You you did did. the worst. Trish went 8-8, the the worst record. Oh, yeah. John went 10-6, second. Loser. And I went 11-5. Yeah, loser. Well, games we thought were going to be terrible weren't that terrible. That oh, Cardinal game good. wasn't that bad. Yeah, honestly. That Jag game was terrible. It was 6 nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, that Rams-Lions game was interesting in the first half when the Rams eventually pulled away. Teams have trouble for some reason in Detroit this year. But we saw we didn't see a, a huge change when it comes to top of divisions. Bears still holding steady even though they lost. Everybody else in their division lost. Chargers put some pressure on KC. 
with a big win over the Steelers. Steelers in control of the NFC North, but the Ravens are on their tail. Patriots don't move. Still number one in the AFC East. Dallas still has the lead in the NFC East. Washington's been knocked out of the playoff picture. Colt McCoy's been knocked out for the season because he broke his leg too. And the return of Mark Sanchez. The Sanchez is now the starting quarterback down in Washington. I just want to. Our nation's capital. Everyone has to deal with that. Everyone saw him recover that fumble with his ass, right? Yeah. But fumble redemption. Next, he's going to force a fumble with it. Yep. (laughs) Can't wait. The current. Put him on defense. The current playoff picture is this AFC. We've got the Chiefs at one, the Patriots at two. At three, we have Houston, who's starting to look. Starting. To heat up here. Houston is scary. I now. say starting to heat up. They won nine straight. But they tore apart a team in Cleveland, which isn't that much of a surprise. There are people on ESPN, Fox Sports, who might have liked Cleveland in this game coming off two straight wins. Yeah. And the Texans put that to rest. I like mm-hmm. Cleveland. He liked Cleveland. Honestly, I mean, if you like. And the Steelers are in that- fourth. Baker Mayfield had a rough start to that game. Three, three picks in the first half. He started to put it together a little bit more in the second half. But it was too little, too late. Too little, too late. I think he drew over 300 yards, though, in the second half. It just wasn't enough, though. But it's still uh, in the wild card. Nothing's changed. Chargers 9-3, and Ravens 7-5. and Put some distance between them and the Colts. I wouldn't have to worry much about the Dolphins because the Dolphins should have lost that game against the Bills. Clay drops that ball in the end zone. Drop. He uh-huh. didn't expect Josh Allen to actually get the ball to him. You saw the... It was a ridiculous throw he threw it across his body into the corner end zone from like 50 yards out. You saw the One video. of the only quarterbacks in this league that can make that throw. The Bills, offensive coordinators, one of them collapsed on the ground in misery after he yep. missed it. <laughs> you see Jerry Hughes of the Bills call that ref a bitch. I did not see that. No, the, the ref called Jerry Hughes a bitch, and Jerry Hughes went off. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw Adam Thielen call... Uh, no, uh, Bill Belichick told Adam Thielen to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he did. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Adam Dillon did really need to stop talking shit. He looked like a whiny little baby yeah. during that game. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but, that, uh, that, I mean, at, you know, somehow, some way, somewhere down the line, white wide receiver Adam Thielen's going to end up a New England Patriot. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know why. It's just going to happen. Eventually. All right, I want to ask you, though, uh, we were all pretty hot on the Colts last week when we were recording. I wasn't expecting 6 nothing. Yeah, yeah man. Sad. Jack's Andrew. defense, I wasn't expecting them to step up the way they did. It, it's, And they had a chance at the end of the game to take the lead. A bad fourth down mm-hmm. where I believe they should have kicked the field goal because they got the ball again, they could have kicked the field goal again. Set it to overtime at least at six. But I'm thinking you're starting to get a look at how this is what the AFC is going to be. Yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty much set in stone. Some intrigue here with the Chargers playing the Chiefs soon. Could they flip-flop? Uh, if the Chiefs are a wild-card team, they're going to destroy Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the Chargers definitely have a very good chance. Uh, that that team that played on uh, Sunday night. Speaking of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh only has a half-game lead over the Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that's tough to see. What like, what do you think is going to happen with? Do you think do you see this changing at all? I think it, I think it could AFC at all or no. How so? James Conner's questionable this weekend. Mm, oh, wait, he's out actually. I heard he is out now. He is out. Yeah, it was the uh, ankle sprain. Another Steeler loss. Another Raven win. And I I believe we've seen the last of Joe Flacco when it comes to being the Ravens' quarterback. Yeah, I think so. That's probably the right move. We too. can see the we can see a Raven home game here in 
January, I don't think it's going to matter because I think the Chargers will beat them. I would love to see Steelers-Ravens in the first round of the playoffs. That'd oh, be that'd be something. Game. Not going to happen, I don't think, but that would be something. But I think when it comes to the AFC, you're basically looking at it. Dolphins are seventh in the AFC, but I have no faith in the Ryan Tannehill-led Dolphins. Nope. Colts are 6-6. Six and six. This was a blow, a, a big blow, I believe, losing to the Jags like that. Broncos are 6-6. Six and six. I don't trust them. Titans are 6-6. Six and six. I don't trust them. The and then it's laughable to even consider the Bengals at 5-7. and seven. The Titans are like, hey, guys, we're in the playoff picture. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Let's look at the NFC now. Rams have clinched their division already. 11-1 so far. One seed. Saints are 2 at 10-2. And, and they've already... And the Rams have also... Have they clinched the first round by yet? No, they've just clinched a playoff berth in their division. Okay. That first round by should be coming soon because the Bears lost and Cowboys lost and I can't see either of them catching. Panthers fell apart against Tampa. Yeah, that was something to see. And they got knocked out of the playoff picture. Russell, what a surprise. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are back in. That was a crazy impressive game by the, the Seahawks. Well, they the... played San Fran, pumped the brakes. I'm just saying, when you look at Russell Wilson, it's very impressive the year he's having. Very efficient, and their running game is actually carrying them this year. Yeah. Like they're not even asking, they're not even demanding too much of him. So. Well. I don't. Know. Seattle's always just been. It's one always of my the own. Russell Wilson show late in the fourth quarter. It seems like. Yeah, definitely. But Seattle's just low key, in my opinion, one of the most entertaining teams to watch in the league this this year. You got the Bears, third place, eight and four. They should Giants win the division. Beat. I don't think the Vikings have enough in them to do it, to catch up at least. This weekend we got Cowboys-Eagles. I think this is going to be the game that decides who's going to win the NFC East. Yeah, and I think it's going to be the Cowboys. I think it is too. And then Seahawks and Vikings are the wildcard teams. And then in the hunt, Vikings are 6-5-1. and one. So that tie comes up huge right now. Because the Panthers are 6-6, six and six, the Eagles are 6-6, six and six, the Redskins are 6-6, six and six, and falling off the pace now that Colt McCoy is injured. Mm-hmm. And the Buccaneers are 5-7. and seven. I don't even consider them in the hunt. And then you got the Packers behind them at 4-7-1. and one. They're done, too. After a bad loss at home to Arizona. But I think Carolina's starting to fall apart here. You might see two teams from the NFC East representing the NFC in the playoffs. You might see the Eagles sneak into a wild card spot if the Vikings can't cling on to theirs. You might see the Giants. <laughs> a possibility. Wishful thinking. They beat there, the Bears. They, they did, beat the Bears. They beat the Bears with their backup quarterback, though. They, don't. Yeah. Bear, Giants are three and one since their bye week. Right. Trish, Tony, I know you guys were both at that Giants game. You Trish wasn't there. Was not. Tony oh, was not. I was there. Tony was. You want to talk about that at all? Or? Well. I wanted to leave after the Giants kicked that field goal to make it a 10-point game. Good thing I didn't because the game ended up going to overtime. 10-point mm-hmm. lead with 2.30 left. <laughs> Who would have thought that was going to overtime? I know, I know. And you got... You did. You, you called got, it. I did. You got Odell Beckham making a business decision, not diving after that ball on the onside kick. Oh, what, you want to talk about that touchdown he had? Why aren't they starting him at quarterback this year? He should be the starting quarterback. Two for two with two touchdowns? Come on. The argument that you have to ask is who really is the most elite quarterback in this league? Mahomes, Watson, or Beckham? Odell Beckham has two 40-yard touchdowns this season. Eli Manning has none. Two for two. That's 100% completion. 100% completion rate. 
for two touchdowns. And he has two touchdowns. I'm just saying, Wild. he he really yammed that shit too. Yeah, like, I did. He threw it like flat footed. Yeah, that guy's a freak athlete. I don't yeah, care what anyone it's, says. It's ridiculous. it's ridiculous. But Giants pulled out a win in overtime. Yeah. Wins a win. Don't care. Yeah, I they can still get in the playoffs, and if they sneak into the playoffs, that's a very ten. Someone can write still this make down. It in the playoffs. Eight and eight. They make it in the playoffs. They are going to win the Super Bowl. That's true. And that's a fact. <laughs> that It's going to happen. If the Giants can somehow finagle their way in, even if it's the bottom seed, which it would be. It would be. <laughs> if they get yeah, in. At 8-8, eight eight, we're not seeing a home game here at MetLife Stadium. They're going to beat everyone they play. Who would they play first? Who would they play first? Either yeah. the Bears or the Cowboys. They'd beat them. Oh, if they played the Cowboys, I think that's good. If they played the Bears, they'd beat them. Nah. Yep. In Chicago, that's a tough game. No, they beat them. I think they got a better chance in Dallas. They beat them. They beat whoever they play. They would beat them, then they'd go up and play. I, I want know. the Rams bad, and I'm just saying that because my friend Kyle's a Rams fan. Shout out to my boy Kyle. He's going to be on the podcast here in, in a few weeks when he gets when back he from college. Yeah. yeah. Salem International University Baseball. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> go Giants. But, yeah, the Giants, if they get into the playoffs, they're going to win the Super Bowl because this is – Classic Giants crap. <laughs> they barely squeak in. One and seven, boom, eight and eight. What are you gonna do now, NFL? It's 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 wild. It's completely wild that they're at where they are. The with... Giants do take a quarterback in the draft. I want them to take Dwayne Haskins. Is he I know the Giants usually don't take a black quarterback if he does. Is he declaring? Racist. He might. Is uh did Herman ever make his decision yet? Because I heard he was like uh the number one quarterback in the draft. You mean Herbert? Just, oh, whatever the hell his name is. I don't Oregon. I think he's leaning toward declaring. Man. Jets are three and nine Jet fans. Raiders are two and ten Raider fans. We, Giants are uh, four and eight. I mean, so. when you talk, want to talk about the other like race, the Jets actually took your guys' spot. The Giants in the draft. We're not now in possession of the third pick. That's so. a, you're lower than the Cardinals. Yeah, that, yeah, because the Cardinals won. That doesn't. You're still no, no, th- no, we're ranked. We're ranked third, though. I checked. Well, I, the Giants are hurting their draft stock, and I don't think they really care about it. And the oh. Giants announced today that they want to get Kyle Luletta in at some point of the season. Well, Eli has to lose first. And Pat Shermer said that will only happen if the Giants' playoffs uh, push is compromised. When would you say their push is compromised? The Raiders, uh, the Raiders currently have the second pick. The 49ers missed the first pick. The when they're true. out of the hunt, their, their playoff is compromised. But right now... Mathematically eliminated is when we will see Kyle Luleta. To all of the Giants, the entire organization, they are a playoff team right now somehow. <laughs> deep and in like their I ha- said, in their hearts. if they get in, they're going to win. Giants have been hot lately. If I, would see, I don't know if I want to see the Giants. I listen, I'm, <laughs> And all their trickery. I'm saying right now, Odell's going to end up like just throwing some more bombs, getting some more touchdowns. That's their Giants are going to sneak in. Just squeak in. Like, no one's going to expect anything from them. They're going to light up whoever they play in the playoffs. It's not even going to be close. You're going to be like, where was this team all year? Then they're going to go up and just keep winning, keep winning, win the, win the Super Bowl. Hey, right, let's move on to the next big news of Week 13. And I only want to touch on this subject. We this have to big. talk about Kareem Hunt. Yeah. He cleared waivers yesterday. Oh. If a video doesn't get released, Kareem Hunt is... Play, would have played last week versus Oakland, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Okay. This this news has actually been out for a long time, since like January. February. Th- February, yeah. 
So, but now there's a video that somehow the NFL didn't see. Well, the NFL it, did their investigating, but didn't invest, but didn't interview Hunt or the victim. Well, apparently the story behind it is uh, the hotel wouldn't give them access to the video. Uh, oh, that was apparent, it. It's apparent, apparently a uh, part of their like customer policy. They're yeah. not allowed to like share it, but whatever. So Kareem Hunt, yeah. Tony uh, has waved. a theory on where uh, where the NFL got that footage from. What do you? What What Tony is your theory? Like Are we actually theory? acting like Bill Belichick didn't have a plan, didn't have a hand in this? That's <laughs> oh no, that's the theory. Chiefs are ten and two. Boom, video comes out now. Video comes out of a man p- pushing and kicking a woman. Now listen, I'm not. Just I'm not, so happens I'm not to be accusing the, starting running the Patriots back. of releasing this video. I'm just saying they deflated those balls. Would we put it past them at this point? No. They deflated those balls. And so, he's been caught doing so much other crap. That man cheats every year, and he only admits to it when he gets caught. What do you think will happen with Kareem Hunt? Uh, he's not playing for at least a year. What you and I both him? know that either the Redskins or the Jets are going to pick him up. The Jets will not pick him up. The Jets most certainly would pick him up. They're going to sign Le'Veon Bell, so they're not going to pick him Le'Veon. up. Le'Veon. 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 Whoa. <laughs> the Redskins are going to pick him up. They're going to have him on their team because they don't care – how bad they look, they just want to win. Because look at their... They got Mark well, Sanchez, what, the quarterback, right we now. We heard what Trish had to say about it. Now, I have a way that he's going to get an eight-game suspension. Eight-game, commissioner's exemplist. He'll be picked up... He'll, he's going to start training camp somewhere. I'm surprised a team didn't pick him up on Monday. Well, he's still on the exemplist. Yeah, but so just like, to have him on your roster, he's still under contract next season. i got to assume he plays at least one game next season. That's true. Yeah, now he's an unrestricted free agent, correct? Yes, he is. Yeah. Anybody can pick him up. This has Oakland Raiders screaming all over it, if you ask me. A player who's in legal trouble. That's true. Boom, Raiders. John Gruden, I'm surprised, already isn't on a plane to KC. Maybe he is. Well, is he even in KC anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I heard he was kicked out of the KC facility, though, that day. Really? Oh, wow. They said, you've just been put on the commissioner's exempt list. You need to leave now. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, Kansas City found out at the same time as... Us and everyone but Kansas City was aware of the situation. They were aware. They've been aware since February. But not of Everybody the existence knew about of the video. Apparently, it doesn't. The video doesn't matter. They knew what he did. They yeah. knew he pushed her. They knew he kicked her. No, they but didn't he lied. Care. No, he, no, he lied, lied about it. He completely lied. All right. Just because he lied doesn't mean they didn't know. Well, that's what. That's why. They, the, that's I mean, why KC he, said they cut him. I mean, if because he, he wasn't yeah. truthful to the organization. That's just like saying when they went to. Uh, they went to the goat Brady and they said, "Hey, we need to see your phone." And he went, "Oh, I blend." Yeah. Why'd you this is a little more serious than that. I understand. He beat a woman, and that is completely unforgivable. Now, there were rumors that she said the N-word to him several times. That was what they were reporting. That's still no excuse. That's no excuse to hit a woman. You call for hotel security and say, please get this woman removed. She's screaming profanities at me, and I want to charge with a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, none of us are black, so we can't really talk about what hearing that word does to you mentally. But it's still, no matter what is said... You'd never hit a woman, especially when you're an NFL player who all you do all day is lift and get huge, and you're that big. Mm-hmm. You don't lay your hands on somebody like that ever, and especially especially in like uh, the case of an NFL player, like you're saying. I just want to throw one more little nugget out there. I heard this on Dan Lebetard yesterday. What if it was Patrick Mahomes who did this? Ooh. Uh, I'd still be just as mad. I would I be too, like... but would the Chiefs cut him? That's no. A, that's, that's the question. That's why I'm ooing. Now, no what, if, what if somebody like Aaron Rodgers did this? 
everyone would forgive him immediately, and then they'd call that woman a liar, just like when Big Ben raped that woman There's in the video. bathroom. There's video. There was not video of Ben doing any of that. There is pictures of Big Ben coming out of that bathroom. But there's not video. And then video. that girl coming out later on. Big Ben looked like a giant drunken idiot when he came out of that bathroom. We Everybody knows what went down in that bathroom. Everybody knows Big Ben raped that girl. And no one cares because okay. it's Big Ben. All right, let's go to the last bit of information from Week 13 that really kind of turned the NFL on its head, but kind of didn't. Mike McCarthy fired as the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. That was Everyone like within 10 minutes of them You losing. can't lose to Arizona at home and expect not to be fired. This came as a total shock to Mike McCarthy somehow. That was the first time the Packers have lost to the Cardinals at home since 1969. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because the Cardinals have been perennially bad since 1969. Oh, man. I don't rookie think, quarterback, too. I don't yeah. think it's a shock to anybody. Aaron Rodgers apparently has been having big problems with Mike McCarthy. Well, I, I heard this on ESPN from their uh, one of their people who work on the Countdown show, or their Sunday, their regular NFL live show, Jeff Saturday, former center in the NFL. And he said there would be times, Mike McCarthy, call a play, and you'd see Aaron Rodgers' eyes roll in the huddle. I believe it. Hands on hips, just... Why am I running this play? Because Aaron Rodgers is a smart quarterback, and he knows. Now, the Packers have come out and said they're not going to let Aaron Rodgers just choose their head coach. Yeah. Yes, he is. Like, Why wouldn't they? Why? Yes, no. he is. Why it's, not? It's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is the LeBron of that team. Like He is the coach. I think it should be. I think Lincoln Riley, coach of Oklahoma, is going to have a decision to make here. Now, it says there are no plans for him to leave Oklahoma, but there are two head coaching positions currently open. Now, Cle- what about... Cleveland and Green Bay. He coached Baker Mayfield in college. Uh, that's interesting. There must be some kind of allure there to leave and go coach him in the pros. Now, you say you won't leave Oklahoma, but would you leave it for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, if you don't leave for, like, one of the top maybe five quarterbacks of all time, I think you're kind of... Yeah, I... The you best quarterback skill wise in the NFL right now. Exactly. And it's a pretty like they're in a pretty good position. I mean, they're in, the Packers are never like stacked in talent. They haven't been. Well, that in a that's while. the problem. That it, it it's the front office not giving Aaron what he needs. Do we know if Devonta Adams is that good of a wide receiver, or is Aaron Rodgers making him that good? Because mm-hmm. we saw this with James Jones. James Jones was a very good wide receiver in. Green Bay, he left, he was a Raider, he was a Giant, he did nothing. Mm-hmm. Rodgers has that effect on whoever he's drilling to. We're also seeing it now with Jordy Nelson. Granted, he's been hurt. Is he that good without Rodgers? That's because Aaron Rodgers can pick a spot anywhere in the field and, and throw, throw the ball Bingo. There. Imagine he had a wide receiver like Odell. That oh, would be man. wild. He could throw the ball anywhere he wanted. He could throw it way over Odell's head. Odell, all he has to do is go up and catch it. Because Aaron Rodgers is the most accurate quarterback Pretty much ever. Well, right now they named Joe Philbin the interim head coach. Joe Philbin's former head coach of the Miami Dolphins. It's not going to last. He's not going to get the job. That's going to be bad. Uh, Bruce Arians' name has been thrown around. John Harbaugh's name has been thrown around. I believe you're going to see a coach from college be the next coach there. I don't believe McDaniels is going to leave New England, even though it is Rodgers he's leaving for. I don't think he's going to leave. What about the Michigan head coach? Yeah, that's Harbaugh. That. Yeah, he used to be the coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Let me ask you yeah. this. Um... And when Todd Bowles gets fired, 
Mike McCarthy's going to be the next head coach of the New York Jets. That was my, that was, <laughs> that was my next question. Where, if anywhere, do you the see Jets. Mike McCarthy? The Jets. You think? Yes. I was thinking the Browns. Why? No, he's going to go to the Jets. The Jets are going to throw money at him. No, please. <laughs> Same way they did it to Parcells. And I, I'm not comparing Mike McCarthy to, to Bill Joe Parcells. Parcells. No, I'm just saying they both won a Super Bowl. That's true. And the Jets love that. Oh, you want a Super Bowl somewhere? Come here. Maybe we can do it here, even though we know you can't. I mean, I still think McCarthy Come try. with the right team, you know, he could still. I just Please. think he needs. <laughs> we wear green. The Packers wore green. You see what I'm talking about? You can just here? pretend like you're at home. Like, Pre- you don't even Listen, gotta... we're just going to put a little Jet sticker over your just pretend Packers that... logo on your windbreaker. Nobody's going to know the friggin' difference. You're fine. Just pre- pretend just Sam is, is Rogers, you know? But I think McCarthy's going to be the Jets head coach. I mean, I think that he could do good in another team. It just depends on – he's only going to be as good as his offensive coordinators around him. He needs – I don't think he can take control on that anymore. We he got anything else play We got anything else from Week 13 we want to touch on here? Nope. Week 13? Not really. I got one more thing for you. you got to Tom say? Brady became an 1,000-yard rusher. He has 1,000 rushing yards in his career now. It took, Jackson, him, it took him 265 games. Good for him. Now, I know they play different positions, but it took Eric Dickerson eight games to reach 1,000 yards. <laughs> okay, but he's not a rusher. I understand. He sits back in the pocket. I understand. But he just, gets 10 years to throw I'm just the ball, saying that and he throws the ball. The, he doesn't need a rush anymore. I'm just saying that this... the. I understand. Okay, just imagine if the Patriots had Lamar Jackson instead. How many yards would he be rushing for? He wouldn't. <laughs> yes, Any he would. quarterback could no, sit behind Lamar Matt Jackson would be running. That's just stupid. Why would you run? Because it's you Lamar, have, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. When you have that much time behind your O-line... Because their O line is ridiculous. When you watch Brady, he's like a good he's a good quarterback, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he has so much time. Uh-oh. But that's because he has so much time to sit there. He's an average quarterback if you put him on any other team. He's a system wow. quarterback, but he he's still like No. Incredible. You put him on the Giants, he's not gonna do nearly as well. You he, put him on any line behind any O line that doesn't Stand up as long as his team does. He doesn't okay. do nearly well, as maybe, well. Maybe Brady now, you know, in the twilight of his career, but, like... Even Brady, when he was... Anytime he's won a Super Bowl, it's been behind a great O-line. He owes a lot of his passing ability to his O-line. Because you've seen... I've seen plays where he sits back for 10 seconds, 11 seconds, where he's just sitting there looking around, waiting for someone to get open. Open. Michael Vick finds it and picks Michael it Vick is the all-time leader in rushing yards by a quarterback with 6,100. That is ridiculous. Of course wow. he is. Cam Newton's third Russell highest Wilson active. Is sixth. Yeah, with 3,600. Cam Newton has 4,300. John Elway had 3,400. That's ridiculous. Look at Russell Wilson, 36. Yeah. How many touchdowns? Oh, Cam Newton's leading in touchdowns. 54. Michael Vick once ran for 1,000 yards in the season. Damn. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Different teams, different time. Different nope. Player. No, they played the same way. That game hasn't changed that much since then. Yeah, wait, what year was that? 2006. 2006. Jesus. Different teams. Robert Griffin III ran for 815 yards against uh, with Washington. RG3, baby. That's ridiculous. But Michael Vick stands Michael to be the only... Michael Vick's on there twice. Michael Vick's, Michael Vick's on there three times. Oh, Jesus. Michael Vick's the only single-season 1,000-yard rushing quarterback. Didn't Archie 3 get minutes in that Vikings game? Or, oh, no, the yeah, because Lamar Jackson was out for a few minutes in concussion protocol. Cam Newton's also on there three times. He is. 
One of them being <laughs> last season. <laughs> <laughs> 8, 9, and 10 is Cam Newton with 754, 741, and 706. Good for you, Cam. Cam Newton holds the most rushing touchdowns in the season with 14. It's funny to hear a, ta- to hear a uh, quarterback talking about rushing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our week 14 picks. I am currently in the lead here at 11 and 5. Trish is 8 and 8. John, 10 and 6. I'm going to win. We got, a, we got a decent slate of games this week. Starts off Thursday night football on Fox. All right, here we go. The Jack at 8:20, the Jacksonville Jaguars are in Tennessee to take on the Titans. John, who's gonna win that game? The Titans, no doubt. Trish, I'm gonna go with the Titans as well. Remember the Titans. Nice job. John, shut up. What you remember the Titans? I am going to take this game has the potential to be just as bad as that Colts game was. I think Cody Kessler's still... I, Leonard Fournette's back. I'm taking the Jags. So you both took the Titans? I took yep. the Titans. So, Titans, Titans, Jags. John, read the next game for me. Jets at Bills. <laughs> Who do you got, Tony? I got the Bills. How about you, Trish? I'm going to take the Jets. J-E-T-S. That's J-E-T-S. one o'clock J-E-T-S. on CBS. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills. Trish, read us the next game, there, buddy. It's gonna be Giants Redskins. Giants at Redskins, one o'clock on Fox. Mark Sanchez, Washington. the projected starting quarterback. Uh, John, we'll start with you. Giants. Trish, uh, I'm gonna say Giants. I'm also gonna go with the Giants. We have the Giants across the board, which means bet the house on Washington. <laughs> <laughs> next game, one o'clock on. Fox, the Saints, into Tampa Bay to take on, unfortunately, James Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Put uh, Fitz Magic in. He wins games. Trish, who do you got? If Fitz Magic plays, the Buccaneers. But he's not playing. He's not playing. Buccaneers. You're putting Bucks regardless. He took the Bucks. John. You have to go with the Saints. Yeah, I gotta go with the Saints too. There's no way the Bucks win this game. <laughs> That's what you said about last week. About the Cowboys. Oh man. That was a fluke. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, One o'clock on CBS. The New England Patriots travel down to Miami. Yeah, that's the one for the Dolphins right there. Really? Really? Have you ever seen the Patriots play in Florida? They, dude, I'm speechless. Have you seen Ryan Tannehill? No, no, I'm saying it's a thing. Like, I'm, I'm superstitious when it comes to this shit. The Patriots lose every time they go down to Miami or Jacksonville. Like, you can look. There's, like, a record for this shit. They lose a lot. When was the last time the Patriots won in Miami? What? I don't think... John, I don't... What are you... I'm telling you. Don't tell me anything. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) I could be talking out my ass, but I have a good feeling about this. John John doesn't even freaking know. John doesn't know. In in the 2010s, the Patriots are 13-4 against Miami. In but Miami? Against Miami see. this let's season. See. Show the results. He's on Wikipedia, by the way, everyone. At New Yeah, okay. This could be edited. Miami has won four out of the last five matchups in Miami. I told you. I'm still taking the Patriots. John, you, you're set on the Dolphins, huh? I'm, you know what? I'm you gonna, know what? I'm going to do what? it. I'm with John. Dolphins. Dolphins all the way. 
I'm taking the Pats. All right, well, we'll see you we'll when see you're ya. Owen whatever. Nope. Yep. No, you won't. Yeah, we will. Next game, 1 o'clock on CBS. We've got the Ravens at the first place Chiefs. This could be an interesting one. Yeah, that's actually a good one to Baltimore is a solid for. defense. I don't think so. Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Trish just outright took the Chiefs. Not even <laughs> tickling <laughs> our imaginations that this could be a close game. There is no imagination. Kansas City nah, Chiefs going mean, to destroy Sean? the Baltimore Ravens. I'll still take the Chiefs. On I'm this still one. taking the Chiefs. I'm just oh, saying yeah, it could yeah. be a this lot closer be, than people be think. Interesting. Don't, don't be surprised though if the Ravens win. I I will be. I will be shocked. Lamar Jackson's undefeated in his career so far. Just saying. One o'clock on CBS. We got the Colts into Houston to take on the Texans. Oh, is this is this the crippling blow dealt to the Colts' playoff chances? I think so. Yeah, Texans. I I got the Texans as well. I'm gonna go straight. Colts. Trish has the Colts. I think Andrew Luck is too nice to lose this game. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun yeah. Watson isn't gonna do crap against Andrew Luck. Well, with yeah, they're gonna be out there at the same time Colts. together. I know they won't, but that doesn't matter. One o'clock on Andrew Fox. Luck's gonna be on the sideline waving, going, "Hey, buddy, you're doing a great job." And then he's gonna be like, "What?" and just throw a pick <laughs> out of nowhere. Great sack. One o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He gets hit. He's like, "Nice hit, buddy." <laughs> and the guy just feels bad. Like there are defensemen who don't like hitting Andrew Luck because of how nice he is. <laughs> Do you see what Jalen Ramsey did to him? No, no, I didn't. Uh, Andrew Luck's laying down on the field. Jalen Ramsey holds out his hand, and then when Andrew Luck reaches for it, he pulls back. <laughs> How could you be that mean to someone so nice? I bet, I bet Andrew Luck laughed about it. Probably. <laughs> probably that was a good nice one. Nice job, buddy. That was a good one, that Jaylen. really deep voice for you got no me. reason. <laughs> All right. Uh, one o'clock on Fox. The Atlanta Falcons are into the Joe Philbin-led Green Bay Packers. I got to uh, go Packers because it's Aaron Rodgers-led, not whatever coach they have interim. Aaron Rodgers is going to call every play of that game, and that game is going to be immaculate. John. Yeah, Packers. Rodgers is going to go full LeBron on this Packers team. Yes, I'm gonna, he is. I'm going to take the Pack. Do the Packers play the Jets next year? God, I hope so. When Mike McCarthy is the coach of the <laughs> well, Jets. You're just <laughs> acting like it's already happened. That, it is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's total happen. Jets move. Okay. It is the Jets. So I'm, now I'm we got it. the last 1 o'clock game. The Panthers are in Cleveland. John, who do you like this game? Panthers reeling. I believe they have three straight losses. Uh, yeah, uh... Who's their head coach? Ron Rivera. He's on the hot seat. Last I heard, because Ron Rivera. Rivera. He's Rivera. on the racist. Whatever. He's on the hot seat regardless. So I think they're gonna need to come out and win this game if they want to even hope to stay alive in the playoffs. So I'll take the Panthers. Trish. I'm gonna take the Browns. I think the Panthers are done this season. They haven't been doing much. They've just been getting smacked around by every team that plays them. I think the Browns are gonna win this game too. Browns yes, have we'll been see. kind of decent as of late. And the Browns got to show. Panthers are just god-awful lately. So it all started with that loss in Pittsburgh. First four or five game of the day, we got the Broncos in San Fran to take on the Niners. Uh, Trish? Broncos going to blow the 49ers out of the water. John? Not so hot on the Niners anymore, Trish? Sadly, no. Yeah, I'll take the Broncos as well. I'm going to take the Broncos as well. The Nick Mullins magic has worn off. It was there for like what two a, games. What a game that was that lasted. It was wild. He didn't even play that bad against Seattle. I mean, it's just Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. Really. Right, They're uh, starting to get, to get real hot, Seattle. Four oh five again. We got the what's his name? Jeff Driscoll led Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals against the L.A. Chargers. 
Damn O'Driscolls. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. The Chargers are red hot coming off that win in Philly in, uh, Pittsburgh. And, yeah. <laughs> Philly. Right. What's the difference? They both suck. What's the difference? Trish, who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. Okay, good, because I already wrote that down. What? I'm taking the Chargers as well. <laughs> Such a jerk. Uh, 425 on Fox. We have the Lions in Arizona to take on the 3-9 and nine Cardinals. It's going to be a bad game. Lions, uh, Arizona might be feeling hot after that game against Green Bay. Nope. Lions I'm taking lose. the Cardinals at home. Wow. Really? John? Yeah, uh, what a guy. Yeah, I'll take the Cardinals. Fuck I'm already it. taking the Lions. I don't like the Lions. You said it. I don't like the Lions either, but they have a Devils player on their team. No, they don't. Drew Stafford. <laughs> 425 on Fox. The Steelers are at the black hole to take on the Raiders. Steelers are going to win. Yeah. I This game shouldn't be close, right? No. You, Although that nope. Chiefs-Raider game was close. That was 40-33. Mm-hmm. to You don't know Steelers what Raiders gonna you're going to get any game. So. Yes, you do. You're going to get the bad Raiders. Bad, the Raiders <laughs> team that's won two games. That's okay. the Raiders team you're going to get. <laughs> I've seen it since the Raiders one of the best first half teams in football. That's the second half. <laughs> I believe the the first game of the season they played the Rams. That game was close at the half. Yeah. 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 Two and ten. Yeah. All right. So yeah, take the Steelers. John uh, John's taking the Steel City. Uh, Trish, you said Steelers too, right? Yeah. I'm gonna take the Steelers too. No need to go on out on a limb there and take John Gruden. John Gruden, who, for some reason, after a scoring play with less than two minutes left in the half. Through the challenge flag. Why? It, what uh, was? He said it was to give New York more time to look at the play. They would have reviewed it anyway if it looked that close. It's advanced. He just wasted a timeout. It's, it's advanced tanking, man. Yeah, throw the challenge flag. We're not supposed to. Yeah. Just waste the timeout. Four twenty-five on Fox. Last four o'clock game of the day. Eagles. In, at Jerry World to take on the Cowboys. Uh, NFC East matchup. This could, I believe this is for the division. John, who do you got? The Dallas Cowboys. Yeehaw. B. I do not see the Eagles. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe the they win this game either. Trish, you took the Cowboys, right? Nope. You took the Eagles? Taking the yep. Eagles? Yep. Trish is taking the Eagles. The Eagles. And last game on Sunday, Sunday Night Football on NBC. The Rams into Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. Hopefully the Bears get Trubisky back. I believe if they do, it could be a game. John, who are you taking? Uh, it's, well, I, last I saw, it's doubtful that Trubisky's coming back. So I'm going to go with the Rams. Trish taking the Rams? Duh, Rams. Duh, Rams. I'll take the Rams as well. Don't you understand it's supposed to be the Bears. Then the last game, Monday Night Football, ESPN, Vikings at the Seahawks. What happened to I'm going to Vike it, Tony? They lost 24-10. to 10. Yes, they <laughs> did. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, Kirk Cousins did not throw for 450 yards like I projected. You're going to Vike it. Well, I'm going to go with the Seahawks on this one because they're the hot team. He right doesn't now. Vike it either. Seahawks. Yeah, I like the Seahawks as well. Oh, Russell someone's Wilson not show. Viking it this sea this not week. against the hot Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks team starting to give me flashbacks to that team that won the Super Bowl. That'd be wild. I'd be okay with that. Unless the Giants. Well, that concludes in. our picks for week fourteen. It also yeah. concludes our third episode, gentlemen. We're 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 moving on up in the world. We're rolling, getting there. We're rolling. You can now 
listen to us on iTunes. That was yeah. the big announcement of the day. Yep. We're, we're, still on, YouTube. The, we're on We're on, on YouTube. iTunes, YouTube. We're on Google. We're on SoundCloud. Just check us out anywhere, man. Just look us up on Google. You'll find us. I'm going to end anywhere. this episode like we end every episode with some hot takes. I'm a hot take. John, give us a hot take for this week. Uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction and say that the Vikings are going to be down 21 to nothing at halftime. Wow. Wow. That's just, that's my bold prediction. Okay. Trish? My hot take is that the Devils are going to win their entire road trip. Three games? California trip swept? Yep. How about you, Tony? You could have made that one Thursday. None of the games until Friday. Well, all right. Then I'll make one about football if that's what you want. No, it doesn't matter. All right. My prediction concerns Thursday night football. Okay. I believe you will see Blake Bortles in that game at some point. Cody Kessler's not going to play that whole game against Tennessee. Are you Blake Bortles? You said, so you're set, so Kessler gets the starting job. Bortles comes well, in at so some Kessler, point. Kessler started last week. So you think they're going to roll with that this week? Uh, they won? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. They're going to start Cody Kessler, but I think by halftime he'll be out of that game because I think Tennessee's going to have their way with him. Yeah. All right. We want to thank everybody again for listening, giving us those follows on Facebook and SoundCloud and every other medium you can find us on. And uh, Trish, you want to say goodbye to the audience? Yeah. Bye, everybody. John, I'm actually going to let you say goodbye to him this week. Until next time. Kidding. <laughs>